When me and Danielle and Brianna first moved to, to Springfield, Missouri, so I can go to Bible college, we moved up there with, we were literally making half of what we were making down here, and, but we still had the same bills, you know, the American way, the more you make, the more you spend, so we still had the same bills, and we went up to, uh, uh, to Springfield, Missouri, and I was in C- CBC, and, and I, you know, Brother Rick, I look back, and I, I tried to do the numbers but they don't match up. We never lacked. We always had food on the table, food in the refrigerator. We, we did probably more extracurricular things than we have ever done down here. We've always had food because we always tithed. We always gave offering. And, and, and I believe with all my heart that God took care of us the whole time we were up there. Fast forward to a few years ago when I was let go from a job, things got rough. Things got really rough, and there were days where I looked at, okay, this week, do I, do I pay, tithe, pay tithes, or do I eat? You know, it got, it got pretty bad, and we got away from tithing, and uh, let's just say, I'm not going to go into the whole story, but it got really bad because we got away from tithing, and the blessings weren't there, and we were wondering, hey, are we going to lose our house, you know, and... But thank God for his favor. Thank God that he took care of us. We decided that, you know what, if we can't tithe, we're going to start giving what we can. And it was within, I want to say days after we made that pledge to give to God that the blessing started coming back. So, guys, tithe, offering, give to God. Because if you don't, let's just hope you don't go through what we went through. (laughs) So... Again, I want to talk, continue talking about the favor of God this morning. The last few weeks, Pastor Mo have been, has been talking about um, the favor of God. And we're talking about this because as pastors, we want each and every one of you guys to, to experience God's favor in your businesses, in your relationships, in your health, in your finances. It's, it's important that we see you guys experiencing this favor and, and that's why I want to continue talking about this. Last week, Pastor Mo talked about the favor of God in Joseph's life. And throughout God's word, we see the favor of God working in people's lives. In Luke 2, 51 through 52, he says this, Then he went down to Nazareth with them, and he was obedient to them. But his mother treasured all things, all these things in her heart. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. And these two verses right here, it gives the insight into Jesus' first 30 years of life. Because I believe that Jesus is the ultimate example. We can look at the other people in the Bible, but ultimately Jesus is that, that top example that we should strive to live for. But he's Jesus. How, how can we live like Jesus? I mean, I'll never be able to be perfect. I, I mess up, my goodness, since I've woke up this morning, I've, I've blew it. You know, I'll never be like Jesus, but he's God. I mean, how, how can we do that? So ultimately, we should strive to be like Jesus, but thank God there's so many other examples in the Bible of people that we can look to, people that we can more relate to, because when I look at Jesus, I'm like, I, I can't do that. That's, he's, no. We should still strive, though, but look at Noah's life. You know, look, look, look what God did for Noah. He found favor with God and saved himself from the family. 
from the flood, uh, Moses found favor with God and led God's people to freedom. Joseph found favor with God and, and man, and he had favor with Potiphar. He had favor with the, jail, the jailer. He had favor with Pharaoh. King David, King David was so highly favored, he was called a man after God's own heart. Highly favored. Nehemiah found favor with the Persian king, and he rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem. Uh, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego found favor with the officials. And because of the favor that they had, they were elevated in their class. They had favor with God. So what is the favor of God? And I have a few uh, definitions throughout the the message today. Um, I like looking at Webster's and, and getting the real definition of things. Favor is the friendly disposition from which kindly acts proceed to assist to provide with special advantages, to receive special privileges and preferential treatment. Unfair partiality, favoritism, be partial to, prefer unfairly. Now, my favorite sport to watch, and really the only sport I watch is UFC. Any UFC people in the house? Uh, A couple? I love watching UFC. And... um, Throughout the years, I've had I've had favorites. I, I like uh, like the old guys like Randy Couture and Chuck Liddell and stuff like that. And I know most of you have no idea if you don't watch UFC. But my favorite has always been George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre is I, I love George St. Pierre because he's a gentleman in the sport. I mean, if you can call you know someone that his job is to bash another guy's face in a gentleman george st pierre is a gentleman you know he's respectful he never trash talks he's he's always calm and collective now the other guy's usually the one that's trash talking and and cursing and just slinging insults but george st pierre he's a gentleman he usually sits back and he lets us fighting his skills in the ring do the talking and he's good he's very good pound for pound he's number six best fighter in the world but back in November of 2013, he fought um, Johnny Hendricks. And um, uh, Trace, uh, Brother Donald, show that first. Looking at this picture right here, who would you say won the fight? The guy on the ground or the guy standing? The guy standing. Well, the guy on the ground, if you don't know, is George St. Pierre. Pound for pound, number six in the world. And this was right at the closing bell. It went five rounds, and Johnny Hendricks knew that he won. He knew that he was a champion. There's no way that I could have lost this fight because I just pummeled that guy into the ground. George St. Pierre got slaughtered. But he never gave up. He never gave up. When he was at his worst, he was, he was taking the punches that he could. He, he never gave up, and he kept on fighting. Now, he landed a few good punches, but ultimately, he, he, it looked bad. You know, it looked really bad. And I was going to show a picture of his face, what it looked like afterwards, but I don't know if there's any squeamish people in here. Um, I showed Fabian a picture of his face last night, and it looked like hamburger meat. It, he got beat up. And the guy with his hands raised, not a cut on his face. And um, everyone knew that Hendricks won the fight. Even, I think, George St. Pierre knew that Hendricks won the fight. And um, even I was looking at it. I'm going, man, he, he blew it. Uh, you can show the next picture. This is the end of the fight. George St. Pierre is actually the one that won the fight. 
He, and Johnny Hendricks, he's, he's in so much disbelief, and even the guy on the side of him, they can't believe that he lost. And I believe that they gave George St. Pierre that fight that night was because of the way he lived his life. He, he's a nice guy. He, people like George St. Pierre. I mean, it's hard not to like the guy. He's got a, a funny French accent, but he's just a gentleman, you know. And I think that influenced the judges. The judges knew that it, it went all the way to the end, so the judges had to be the ones that determined the, the, the winner of the fight. And because of his lifestyle, because of his gentlemanly qualities, he won the fight. It influenced the judges. And, uh, well, that's an example today. This, you can take the picture off. Because uh, that's a, still a sore spot for me. Um, but that's an example of man's favor being bestowed on one man. But this morning, if you leave with nothing else, leave with this. God's favor is available for everybody. Everybody. And if you're taking notes, my, my first point is this. God's favor is based upon what Jesus did and who we are, not what we do. Let me read that again. God's favor is based upon what Jesus did and who we are, not what we do. How many of you guys blow it? <laughs> Just mess up all the time. All right, I'm going to raise my hand. Uh, thank God that it's because who, we, who Jesus is and what he did and not what I did. Thank God for that. Uh, just like the fight decision was because of who he was and not what he did. Look, look, saved by grace means that you were saved by God's favor. You have God's favor in your life. If you've ever prayed the prayer, Lord, come into my heart, you have God's favor. You have preferential treatment. You are God's own. First Peter 2, 9 and 10 says this. But you are the ones chosen by God, chosen for the high calling of priestly work, chosen to be a holy people, God's instruments to do his work and speak out for him, to tell others of the night and day difference he made for you, from nothing to something, from rejected to accepted. That's the message version, by the way. The NIV version says, you are a chosen people. So we walk in the favor of God, not because... We chose God, not because we said that, that prayer, but we, we walk in the favor of God because he first chose us. I mean, um, Fabian, would you buy your neighbor's kid something before you bought Caden something? No. Would you help buy your neighbor's kid a car before you, you would help buy your own kid a car? Would you buy your neighbor's kid's Christmas presents before you bought your own kid's Christmas presents? No. They're not our favorites. Our kids are our favorites. I love the book of Job because in the, in the beginning of the, of the book of Job, it's almost like a proud daddy. Looking at his kid, that's my boy right there. Look at my boy. He's my favorite. Now, it's, it goes down quickly. You're right after that, <laughs> real quickly. But because of the favor that Job had in God, it came back really quickly. And as God's children, you are highly favored. He watches out for you. He protects you. He meets your needs. So we need to start seeing ourselves differently. 
Okay. And, and that, right, that, that's for me. I don't know how, where you are in your life, but I have low self-esteem. You know, I've, I've grew up with low self-esteem. I'm not looking for a pity, sympathy. I, but I, that's just who I am. And I, I need to start seeing myself differently. I need to see, I need to look in the mirror in the morning and go, you know what? You're God's favorite. You know, everybody right now say, I am God's favorite. <laughs> you are God's favorite. You know, just like a, we are all God's favorite. If, if you ask any parent in here, which kid you love the most, you'd all say, Kaylee, put your hand down. <laughs> you would say, I love all my children the same. And that's what God, that's what it's like with God. He loves all his children the same. We are all God's favorite. We're not the old people we used to be. Old habits, old addictions, hurts, hang-ups, sins, mistakes, all of that have, has passed away. We are new creations. Romans 5, 1 and, 5, 1 and 2 says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. God wants to adopt you into his family. Ephesians 1, 4 through 6 says, For he has chose us, for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he, the one he loves. Now, if, if, if favor is a part of being in the family of God, if we have favor because we, we're, we're worshiping the Lord and we, we serve the Lord, why do we see so many defeated Christians? Why do we see, why do we look around and there's, there's this Christian over here going, woe is me. And there's this Christian over here going, I'm struggling, I can't make it. I, I see so many defeated Christians. Why? If we have the favor of God, why do so many Christians struggle? I'm glad you asked. Point two is God's favor is activated by our faith. By our faith. The, faith, the force of God's favor, it, it kind of works like the electricity in your home. Now, at any given point in your home, all around you, you're surrounded by electricity. Even if you're sitting in a dark room in front of a blank TV, you're surrounded by electricity. And you could sit there in front of your TV and stare at it blankly and nothing will happen. And you'll never see the playoff game or the big fight. You'll never see it. But until you decide to pick up that remote and turn it on, you're not going to see the electricity. Until you decide to walk to the wall and flip on the switch, you're not going to see the light. That's in the, in the walls, the electricity. And that's how it is with God. We have to flip on the, the, the switch, so to speak, to see his favor in our lives. We have to experience it. Psalms 5.12 says, For surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as a shield. God's favor surrounds us. It's all around us. We just have to receive it. But, but too many of us neglect to hit the switch and make a connection. And if you never make the connection, if you never turn on that TV, you'll never see the big game. 
We have to turn on that switch. We have to make the connection. And the Bible, the Bible teaches us that it's by faith we connect with God. Hebrews 11.6 says, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Now, the, the Greek word for please in this passage means to gratify entirely by being fully agreeable. So, so faith is believing what God's word says and acting accordingly. We, we have to actively apply God's word to our life for anything to happen. And, and it's simple faith that taps into God's grace. Simple faith. It, it, faith, it's, it's simple. It's, sometimes we make things too difficult. We, we, we make it difficult. You know, not God. God's just saying, hey, flip on the switch and I'm here. We're over here beating ourselves up. When we, all, all we have to do is believe. We make it more difficult. And when I was, when I was youth pastoring in Thibodeau, and I can go further back, um, all the way in 1995 when I first got involved with youth ministry, I don't even have to guess and try to figure this out. In the last 22 and a half years of being involved with youth, there's one thing that stands out. The, the number one prayer request that I've gotten from thousands of teenagers over 22 and a half years is, I want more faith. I want to pray for more faith. Pray that God gives me faith. And I don't believe God will give you faith. And, and hear me out. I believe God influences situations around us to make us believe. But ultimately, it's on us to choose to believe. We, God's not going to twist your arm and say, do this, do this. God's around us, and we have to decide, you know what? I believe. And whenever I was talking to, whenever a teenager would come up to me and ask me, hey, I want to pray for, for faith, that I have more faith in God. Would you help me? Would you help me? pray that God, that I would believe in God more. And I would, now this is not too spiritual, but I would usually quote uh, Sammy Hagar. Uh, if you don't know who Sammy Hagar is, he's an old rocker. And, but he has a song called Give to Live. And one of the verses in a song, it says, if you want faith, just believe a little. And that's all it takes. It's, it's simple. If you want faith in God, believe. Wake up and say, you know what? Today I'm going to believe. You know, it may be difficult. It may be easy for some of us. But we have to make the choice. We have to believe. Ultimately, it's on us. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, We live by faith, not by sight. What is faith? Uh, faith is the confident belief in the truth, value, or trustworthiness of a person, idea, or thing. Belief that does not rest on logical proof or material evidence. That's the, that's the dictionary uh, definition. The Bible de- definition is Hebrews 11.1. 1. To have faith is to be sure of the things we hope for, to be certain of the things we cannot see. In the message version, it says the fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. Faith. So simply put, if you want faith, just believe a little. I was going to sing it, but I'm going to spare you all from that. <laughs> so just believe a little. 
Third point is God's favor is intended for you personally. Many people understand that God loves his children. Of course, we're God's children. He loves us. He, he gives us favor to us. He takes care of us. But when you make it personal, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, sometimes it's hard. Not all the time, but sometimes it's hard for, for me to say, all right, God, I believe that you love your children. But to believe that it was meant for me individually, it, I struggle with that sometimes. Now, I know it's true. But I have bad days. I'm not perfect, by the way. I don't know if y'all thought I was, but I'm not perfect. I have bad days, and I struggle with that. You know, God, there's no way you, there's no way you have just as much favor for me as you have for Billy Graham. You know, Billy Graham, he's like the, he's like the Protestant pope. <laughs> you know, I look at Billy Graham, and I'm like, there's no way I got, I got that much favor. But God says, yes, you do. And God loves us. What's hard for me, I, I, you, can, you can reason with me and you can say, you know what, I can understand. Yeah, God does love me as much as Billy Graham. But when I look at someone like Joseph, God favors me just as much as he did Joseph. My goodness, God favors me just as much as he did King David. I mean, King David was a man after God's own heart. How, God, how on earth can you favor me as much as you favor King David? I mean, he's a man after your own heart. God, I mess up. Lord, I'm scum. I'm disgusting. Um, I'm filthy rags. How can you have just as much favor for me as you got for King David? And God says, have you ever committed adultery? Have you ever murdered someone and tried to cover it up? The answer is no, by the way. But even if you have, God's favor is still for you. Sin and failure cannot knock you out of the path of God's favor. Only the lack of faith and unbelief can. 2 Corinthians 5.19 says, For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sin against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. Satan's goal is to cast doubt and belief in your life. And when the, children, when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, they did some stupid things. They did some really stupid things. How many of you guys, ever since you, you gave your heart to the Lord, you've done stupid things? Everybody's hands should be up. We've done stupid things. I mean, these guys, they, they, they were released from slavery and they're saying things like maybe we were better off in Egypt as slaves they built false gods they built false idols idols but but the thing that stopped them from going into the blessings into God's blessings was the lack of faith the la- they basically said the giants in the promised land are stronger than our god and that's why they missed out that's why they missed out and the next generation went in because of their lack of their lack of belief, they say we can't win. Jesus didn't die so you can just get by. He wants you to live and walk in the favor of God. And point four is God's favor gives us an uncommon advantage and supernatural boldness. Proverbs twenty eight one says, "The wicked man flees though no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion." And Proverbs eight thirty five. It says, for whoever finds me, 
finds life, and receives favor from the Lord. So walking in the favor of God will give you divine boldness. And when, when I was writing that last night, I started thinking of Amber, Blaine and Jill's daughter. Right now, you talk about divine boldness. Right now, she's in the French Quarter ministering to people that are doing God knows what. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I could, but I don't know if I can just go out in the French Quarter. And... Y'all heard me say I'm not perfect, right? I, I struggle with anger every now and then. I was talking to my family, and we all struggle with anger. It's the, maybe it's Grandpa Fisher that gave it to his grandma. I don't know. But, <laughs> but I struggle with Amber. And, uh, Amber. I struggle with anger. And if I was on the, in the French Quarter and somebody spit in my face or slapped me, which happens, I don't know if I can do that. But God gives you the divine boldness. Now, with God's divine boldness, yes, I'm sure I can. But he gives you the boldness. And like I said, Amber's out there right now ministering to people in the French Quarter. That's divine boldness. And with God's favor, you can have that divine boldness to be able to go up to people that you would never normally go up to and speak to them. By the way, if you, if you think about Amber within the next few days, say a prayer for her. That boldness that God gives you will cause you to do things you normally wouldn't do or couldn't do on your own. You, you won't be afraid to maybe talk to your boss and say, hey, I need a raise. You need to, you need to give me a raise. Or maybe God will give you divine knowledge because of the, the favor that he has. He can give you the divine knowledge to maybe start a new business or do things you wouldn't normally do. You won't be afraid to pursue what seems like crazy ideas. I hear of people all the time, because of the favor that God gives them, they're so successful you know, in, in business. Though I know people that whatever they touch turns to gold because of the favor of God in their life. And God will give you that. But you should still live, believe, and fully expect to walk in the favor of God through the good times and the bad times.